Hey guys, welcome back to the 30-something podcast with Sunny. I am so glad you're here. We have an awesome guest today. We're talking about so many topics um, with Amanda Sosa Stone. She is the co-founder of Grounding Roots, which is a juice shop and apothecary for regenerative healing. Um, I personally had been following her Instagram account and seeing her at local events for just months. And um, I just really dug the vibe. I'm super into um, everything that has to do with natural healing and like alternative sort of approaches to um, addressing health issues. So I personally was kind of like, you know, always had my finger on the pulse of a lot of um, literature that kind of addressed that or whatever. When I found Grounding Roots, I realized this was a local company that um, just made these incredible juices that I I kept seeing everywhere, right? And everybody that I know that had gotten something from there was like, you have to try it, you have to try it. So finally, um, Amanda and I connected and um, recently, we've been kind of just back and forth on social media and just you know doing what awesome chicks do just propping each other up and um, keeping track of each other's journeys and just continuing to kind of like you know I guess socially social media stalk each other which which is what people do when you have you like do you ever have a crush from afar on someone you're like oh my god she seems like a cool chick anyway um, I knew I wanted to bring Amanda on to talk um, not only about her company which is awesome and we we dive into what it's like to be um you know, an entrepreneur and, and follow your calling to create an awesome business. But we also talk about her own personal health journey, which I think is going to be really interesting and inspiring to a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people can relate these days to not feeling so great. Like a majority of the time we live in an era where stress is just rampant and we're always feeling like a little less good than we should be. So Amanda um, gets really personal and talks about what she's been struggling with in her own health journey and how she's come to feel better and find answers that have sort of guided her on her path. So we talk about that. Of course, we talk about motherhood because um, that is the great unifying factor on so many of these podcasts that I do here on 30 something. Um, I love picking people's brains and seeing what it is about that that crazy journey of motherhood that's inspiring or challenging to them. Um, and we talk about where her company is heading next. It's a really exciting episode. Um, I think you're going to take something from it, um, not only inspirationally speaking, but also practically. Maybe you'll... Um, you know, uh, give a shot to trying out some like natural approaches to dealing with maybe something that's uh, going on in your world. So yeah, I think you guys are going to love this episode. Once again, Amanda Sosa Stone from Grounding Roots. Sometimes we catch the best stuff when we're not. I know even there's moms listening. So then you were like, hey, we're going to talk about boobs. I'm like, oh, I might drop an F-bomb. So like, I need to watch myself. No, you don't. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Say it. Say any word you want. This is like a very free space. I told you I feel like coming out of TV where we were time restricted and topic restricted and language restricted. Now I'm just like, well, this is great. We can say anything we want. Uh, So, yeah, let's just let it roll. And I do want to, in addition to the natural health stuff, I know you're passionate in general about like sort of a holistic approach. Yeah. So I want to touch on that too. Okay. Whatever you want. Nothing's off the table. Oh, good. Okay. Now I just have to We can talk boobs. uh, breastfeeding how old are your kids again nine and seven okay so you're out of like the crazy out of baby jail how are your boobs then (laughs) well they're in my underwear right now so let me roll them up (laughs) oh my god it's so funny and you mentioned the last episode we did was with uh amy weatherly the writer and like you know every feel like every time i talk to a mom like we have this universal experience with our bodies when it comes to childbirth and like like everything changes and it's like the big thing that no one told you (laughs) You know, I mean, or they try to, t- maybe we weren't listening. Were we not known, listening? I would have been like, I love you abs. I love you <laughs> C-cup boobs. I love I you my butt. And now that my butt's down to my knees I and my boobs are with my knees, you know, know, like it's just, it's sad. Like I, I had to mourn it. I know. Pour one out for, for the boobs <laughs> that have gone by. My, I mean, seriously, even, and I, I mentioned this before too, even like my smaller chested friends and that's me, like 
I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, nothing's going to happen because they're small. Yeah. No, things happen. Yeah. It's bad. It's a very humbling experience, very right? Very National Geographic. So yeah. <laughs> that's, what my friend, that's what my friend just texted me yesterday. We always joke about it because we have, you know, these trips and my, my friend is getting married soon. So I have a bachelorette party coming up in the next month. And I'm like, well, God, I haven't like... I've been out of that world yeah. for a minute. Like, what do I wear? Yeah. I mean, how do I pick these puppies back up? This you know, is... I think when I was in, and I love that it's 30-something. Because yeah. this is like <laughs> kind of like my ode to my 30s because I'm 39 for oh, one more month. That's so nice. I'm kind of like, this is my like, oh. Well, I'm 30, 37, so I'm thinking maybe I picked the wrong title because I only have three <laughs> years for this to be relevant. It's fine. It's a state of mind, it. right? How do you feel about being in your 30s? Because you've got like, you've got the whole thing going on. You've got entrepreneurship and you've got motherhood and you've like, you know, I know you had a past career yeah. in marketing too. So like you kind of do it all. Like, what do you think about the thirties now that you're on the back end of it? You know, I must've known because I always said I wanted to go from 29 to 40 yeah. because I knew my thirties were going to suck. Like not suck, but be hard. They're hard. Yeah. And I think they're hard and nobody says that. And I've, you know, I was talking to somebody, they're like, Oh, my thirties are the best. And I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. But for me, it, it was a journey and it was definitely a chapter that I'm ready to close. Yeah. But it's not one that I would get away, away from. You know, it's the same thing we're talking about our bodies. Like, you know, I had my first kid at 30. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, things changed. My health changed. I was going crazy in my own career, launching another business, uh, battling, you know, disease, and then still trying to be a parent and a mom. And, oh, yeah, I want to be a person. Mm -hmm. And so that this chapter has been hard but beautiful. Let's let's break that down because that's that's a lot. A decade is, is a long a time. Lot. And, and this is the time of life where I feel like we all have these mm -hmm. changes. But you mentioned something that maybe is just sort of like an additional challenge. You, you kind of um, touched on the health stuff yeah. so um you know for anybody who isn't in this area who doesn't know amanda well um she runs a, a, a juicing company called grounding roots and um the whole philosophy behind your brand and, and stop me if i'm mm -hmm. like wrong or add anything in but i mean you guys have a, a very holistic approach mm -hmm. a very natural approach to supplementing um what we're taking in daily right so Correct. these juices that you guys fresh press i mean they're specifically designed for different things right Correct. yeah um was that born out of the need for it because yeah. of what what you were dealing with in a your health absolutely. world absolutely i came okay. from california um on a on a work trip i mean i was flying all over the country sick all the time no one knew what i what was going on i'd go to the doctors like she's just a hypochondriac everything's fine oh. and it's that that struggle that now is a stigma within within our culture of like everything's fine it's just stress or it's just this or it's just that and yeah, yeah. it is stress but what else what's the root cause right. what were you doing let me just throw that in there what was your full-time job at that point i was the um <laughs> i'm like what was i the chief marketing <laughs> officer for an advertising firm that specialized just in artists. So wow. a photographer's illustrator. So I have a degree in photography, not in marketing. And it was just an evolution of how I got there. I never was a photographer. Interesting. Okay, so here you are. How many years into that career were you at that point? I launched my career. I graduated college early at 19 and moved to New York City. So wow. I have been working. I've never not worked since I was 15. That's amazing. So obviously I know stress and I know how yeah. to work. Well, what were you dealing with? And like at that point, you, you didn't have kids at that point, right? Um, no, no kids yet. Okay. And so, and you know, and you think... And the big proponent that I talk about, and I, I love to blog, I love to write, is talking about the puzzle pieces. Mm -hmm. And I am still putting the puzzle pieces together. Like just this year, I put together a puzzle piece that's been sitting off on a shelf going, wait a second, does that connect it? Oh my gosh, mm -hmm. it's connected. So this has been a lifelong thing. And I, you know, trying to peel back the layers. Mm -hmm. It really started when I was 15 and I got bit by a tick, but we didn't know at the time. And I just had back surgery. So my immune system was already compromised. And so then I just started getting sick 
and sick and sick and then, you know, chronic coughs and fatigue. And it was kind of like mono, but it was never mono. Mm -hmm. And we just battled it. I went to college and was sick throughout college and just battled through it because that was the norm. You just kind of push through it and you're pushing your exams, your periods two weeks late. That's normal, Mm -hmm. you know, and just you accept those things. Um, and then by the time I was 26, I mean, in New York City, I, I got tested for rheumatoid arthritis because I was wearing sneakers because I had to walk so much. I'm like, God, I look like one of those, you know, typical, you know, Wall you Street people. Like, total, yeah. total. <laughs> but I was like 21 looking like a total nerd. And so then like as you, you're going and I went back to my doctor and she's like, oh, you probably, it's just probably like your mom, your hypochondriac. I hate when people say that. And, you know, Women always get that line And too. my poor mother had to deal with it, you know, and yeah. it's real stuff. And so when we tested it, Things went, were off the chart. She's like, "You got to come back. We have to retest you. Something's not right." Like when you when they tested your blood, like what were they seeing when I was that was so out of whack? Twenty six. They tested um, for just autoimmune, and mm-hmm. I came back for Sjogren's, which is like what um, not Venus. What's her sister? Serena mm-hmm. Williams has, and like it's a lot of attention. And so then it was like, "Oh, you have this. Take all these pills, and it'll make you feel better." And mm-hmm. I'd say, "But do you know what the cause is?" No, but, you know, let's just – so I spent probably about 30000 a year trying to, like, flying to Penn State to the best expert in uh, Sjogren's. He's the world's leading expert. And he's like, you don't have Sjogren's. After 10 years, this is now I'm at 30-something, right? Right, right? So it's all these chapters. But just this year, I – and I'm going to go back. This is kind of like – when I say it, I'm always like, God, that sounds so dramatic. At 14, I've never had sex, never do- done anything. Mm-hmm. I tested positive for HIV. What? Wait, that's insane. We got to just, (laughs) that's a record stop. Okay, so first of all, what prompted you Mm -hmm. to get that test? And second of all, what in in the world, is it gone now from your system? Like, what's happening? So this is my, this has been my last year. I'm like nerd central. Like I geek out on anything I can read on this because still nobody knows. I don't have an answer for you. I don't have HIV. However, at 14, I was having my back surgery and they made me donate blood. When I went back for my second blood donation, pre-surgery, they pulled me in a room by myself without my father drove me, but he was in another room. And they said, okay, you tested positive for HIV. Have you had sex with a man who's had sex with another man before 1969? And have you done da-da-da-da? Have you had your ears pierced? Oh, oh shit, yes. God. And of course, you know you know what anxiety feels like. It's just like poof, your head's about to explode. That's and you insane. Just... That's like one of the biggest bombs you can drop on someone. So waited two weeks, I think, for the test. The second test, and I just actually reached out to Red Cross, got my results. They tested it twice, two positives. And then my doctor had to ship it off to North Carolina. I still, I'm trying to find the, the results now so I can really look at, like, what test do they do to confirm I didn't have it? Right. Um, because I don't, because I've tested it now since I've had children. And that's, I think, tests have evolved in 20 years. Sure. You know, 20 plus years. And so, you know, like, now I'm putting t- together all these pieces and I'm reading this book now. It's totally fascinating about HHV6, which is roseola which babies get, which mm-hmm. is the fever and the rash. And it's still the same. It's also um, this the pig swine flu, the same virus. So are, are you saying that that was maybe what they were detecting that's showing up as a false positive yes. with HIV? And there's controversy that's really the cause for AIDS and not HIV. What? HIV does, I know, I'm, I, I don't want to say HIV doesn't cause AIDS because it does. But there is a bigger root cause that nobody is talking about. Okay, so let, let's let's go back to <laughs> no. But this is like oh, I mean, my mind is just like. Okay, so you are on this. I mean, you're getting tons of test results that are like kind of pointing you in a thousand different directions. Yeah. Here you are at 39. 
where are you in your health journey now and what have you what have you realized now mm-hmm. that you've had to fight for answers yeah. like what is your exact diagnosis yeah. and I, I know that that sort of like um inspired you in, in your business too which is yeah. what I find to be so interesting because you're catering to people who yeah. have the need to supplement in a natural way or who want to yeah. treat their bodies well and I love that it's it's informed by this organic experience of yours so like what what are, where are you now and I'm still evolving so okay. right now I mean the titles and the labels and all these tests I I used to want a label so mm-hmm. that I would, didn't feel crazy. And it, right. and it gave me that for a while. But then that label made me even crazier, yeah. you know? So, you know, I've been told I do have AIDS. It's immune, you know, like it's right. It's acquired immune Auto-immune deficiency. deficiency syndrome. Yeah, right. it's acquired. So how did you acquire it? It's by viruses, right? We are, we are all have a virus. EBV is the most popular virus. Epstein-Barr, oh you know? yeah. And so then we have HHV6, which no one talks about. I am like still positive like when you look at it it's not like when you have chicken pox it goes in a box right mm-hmm. and then maybe it comes back a shingles later on when you're older right my box is still open it is still off the richter scale for this virus and it's contagious like you know like this is sexually transmitted diseases that people are not i i want my kids to know about this sure and so but i didn't have sex to have this so how did i get it was it through my mother was it through my sisters who had mono like how did this happen and so you know you said where are you at now where are you at? where am I at now a year ago exactly a year ago today I was in bed for three months and so I got some crazy virus it was a coughing lung I could not get out of bed my I couldn't catch my breath I literally would walk to the the laundry room and come back and it was about you know I had quit the year before because I was already getting sick I already was getting the Lyme diagnosis mm-hmm. and all these things and I'm not discounting Lyme because Lyme is real and I do test positive for all those bacterias but it's more than that like what is the original root cause and people read the medical medium he nailed it the guy nailed it before I even knew he was the one who was like it's not Lyme it's HHV6 with Epstein-Barr and I'm like wait a second Mm -hmm. I have both of those yeah medical medium for anybody I'm gonna get his name here too Anthony Anthony Williams Williams okay yeah right he's written I think it is I'm just I have both of his books too I have brain fog so I live in a brain fog. Uh, yeah, uh, Medical Medium by yeah Anthony Williams. So he's written at least two books, right? And yes. so what's for anybody who, who's not familiar with his offer, he talks about, um, you know, how the foods that we're consuming and things around us are impacting all of these, like, the potential bad viruses that could be in our system. And his estimate is that, like, 90-some percent of people are exposed to Epstein-Barr, which we most frequently hear about in association with mono. So I, like you, was diagnosed... Well, I wasn't diagnosed with mono, but I had a similar episode in college. Um, I couldn't walk upstairs. I was so tired. That I literally couldn't walk upstairs one day, yeah. and I, I just stopped, and I was like, I have to go to the doctor and figure this out. They found the traces of Epstein-Barr. And as an adult, now, mm-hmm. I got through it. I, they said, there's nothing we can do. You probably yeah. had mono, blah, blah, blah. I was yeah. running track and cross country. This is just rest. But, um, you know, just kind of a parallel to your journey, as I started to learn a little bit more about this, I found Anthony Williams' work mm-hmm. too. And he, his approach is interesting because I feel like it's like what you're doing, right? He's taking the best of what nature has to offer and telling yeah. you, okay, stay away from this. Yeah. Um, try supplementing with this or drinking celery yeah. juice or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to get into like what you guys are doing at Grounding Roots that like addresses yeah. this because I went into your storefront in Orlando and, um, you know, you can like talk to you or your yeah. husband, Jed, and like kind of get a, like a prescription right there of yeah. like a good natural healing thing. So like what is your um, most asked for or most requested blend? Like what do you, what do you 
you know, it's, sell the most. It's really about what's what are you looking for? Like I think when you met with Jed, it's you know our very humble shop, and and that's where we were starting. Is what are you needing right now? Okay, you're breastfeeding. Well, if you're pregnant, don't have parsley because mm-hmm. that could induce labor. You know, if you are you know diabetic, we we want more of the rainbow. And people are scared of the sugars. You know, the right. that the natural sugars. They're like, oh, I gotta avoid. You know, like it's natural. Your body should be processing that naturally, and mm-hmm. it's good for you. And your brain needs it. Your body needs it. Your cells need it. Right. Um, so it's really whatever you're needing you know each juice was created for the number one was the first juice we put together just kind of like the rainbow blend right and then, what's in that one that, god kale chard okay um, it's like a green juice it's green it's kind of brownish sometimes okay. because the chard can make it a lot so pretty we call it a uh, baby diaper green um, <laughs> but it's but, and it does help with that no but it's it's a mix right okay. and then you've got your lemon and your apples and your pears and it's just a beautiful blend okay. and then number two is sweet potato pineapple you know, apple, like and it's one. sweet for the kids. Number three is for my husband's pre-workout. And so it's the beets. It oxygenates the blood. So everything has a purpose. Okay. Number four is very green. It was for my anti-candida phase of my life. Oh, yes. And so everything has, and we're evolving the juices. We're going to change up the, the numbers, and we're going to reduce it from 10 to 7. And Per formula per formula okay. the, the, the ones that work i mean you can look at a sales report and go okay that number sells mm-hmm. you know ex, you know great it's exceptional right and this one sells like maybe five a month so right. it's going to come off you right. know so it's really about that is watching like what what people want and what people need but it's really about you know the benefits of each juice i have to ask you about the the celery juice in particular because if you read medical medium he's been sort of promoting that for a while but it's like super catchy now like every blogger that I know is like I'm drinking my celery juice I'm like and you've been on that like yeah. for a while so I almost it, brought you one today. oh my gosh well is it really worth it is it really like you know it's for so everyone? funny so you were asking like what is what is the thing you're doing now mm-hmm. and it's I've tried everything yeah. you literally put it out there and I'm not a dieter I'm a lifestyle changer mm-hmm. so I've done anti-candidic anti-everything I've done Anthony Williams and y- when my body's so clean you're you respond to it Anything that's a root vegetable that is like um, celery, I bloat. Like I literally, like even leafy greens, if I eat a salad, I look like I'm six months pregnant. Really? And so it's different per person then? It's different per person. So we shouldn't try that just because we're seeing, like I said, our favorite blogger or writer try that. They're like all about the um, detoxing, the detoxification benefits well, of the Well, I think it's juice. about extremes, right? Like it's a medicine. It's, it's not forever. And, mm-hmm. you know, we did a 29-day reboot challenge. We do it every year. We're going to do it again in, in June. But the first time I did it, it was the perfect winner. She had um, ulcerative colitis. She was going to the bathroom every seven days, uh, mucus in between, blood every time, and maybe one solid stool every seven – not solid, but stool every seven days. Right. And so I said, okay. So we did this extreme thing, juice uh, – a two-day juice cleanse, then juice every single day for an, for 29 days. Mm-hmm. And then she was eating raw. She had, We followed the Anthony Williams – her gut, on the 30th day, she had her first bowel movement without blood. So I know for a fact it has its benefits because the sodium bicarbonate in it is so powerful and heals the gut. You do it like a medicine. You don't want to be on Zantac forever. You don't want right. to be on celery juice forever. You well, want so to just So how long heal. is like good? Like what would we notice if we wanted to start? Like the, I feel like because that's the like sort of gateway a lot of people are trying to get into like the, the detox thing or like the um, – like pumping up their own yeah. natural immunities. Yeah. Like how many days would you, or do we have to come I, in and kind of like speak with someone? I think everybody needs to first know their body. Right. And that's the thing is like, everyone's like, I want to try this, I want to try this. But if you don't know your body, you won't even notice. You're like, eh, it didn't really work. But I know everything I put in my body. I know the exact second it, it responds. Mm-hmm. I know what happens. I am so in tune with my body. 
but sometimes not in tune with myself, but in tune with my body right. to know what's happening. And that's what we would encourage people. Like that's our movement of where we're trying to take the company is first know your body before you come in. If not, come in, let us help you kind of guide you. Because mm-hmm. my husband, he's, you know, he's not a medical intuitive, but he is so intuitive. He is like a medical intuitive. He knows and he can feel. I've learned how to feel from him. Mm-hmm. I was completely numb for most of my life. Well, I think, I think the, the, the mood of modern medicine, at least when we were growing up and like, you know, 70s, 80s, 90s, like it was just take the medicine and shut up, right? Yeah. We're going to treat the symptom. Always. That's how we were raised, right? Yes. Like I had ear infections as a child and I was literally on antibiotics mm-hmm. for years of my life. And I look back and like shudder at that thought now. But now our generation, as we grow in this 30 something mm-hmm. stage, we're starting, like you said, you have an awareness of your body. Having children was huge for me because you're forced to address these massive changes that are happening. And so for the first time, you're like really in tune with Mm -hmm. things, right? We joked about the boob stuff, but that's just like one change. Like the physical changes are immense. So I I just, um, I love that our generation now is starting to get quiet, listen to what's happening and like Mm -hmm. ask for different yeah. different ways of treating things. So I feel like when you're talking about like expanding your company, it's got to blow up, right? Because everybody I'm sure is coming to you guys I hope like, so. <laughs> yeah. May the gods hear it. Yeah, right? I mean, but but you know, everyone's looking for that you know, that natural boost. Yeah, everybody wants a quick easy fix. And let me tell you, the things I've learned over this past year, it's not quick. Yeah. If it took me 39 years to get here, I'm okay with 39 years to get out of it. Right. So it's a slow journey. I used to want like immediate results. I want, I just want to feel good. I don't mm-hmm. need a cure. I would love one. I'd pray for it. But I want to feel good. I want other people to feel good. I want other people to have access and knowledge that you don't have to take pill if you don't know the cause, that there's options to eat healthy. I mean, everyone's been pushing for us. My, my best friend, everyone's like, oh, you got to have food. You got to have this. You got to have that. That's not, it's, I don't want to be a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I want to be a place. So where we're going is more apothecary. So if you want to be able to have, get a coffee enema, you can mm-hmm. get a coffee enema. If you not want. a coffee, but a coffee. <laughs> I'm trying to think of how the setup would be for like, come on in, have a coffee. I know. You gotta have a lot. We're of not co- in. We're not doing it. Oh, we okay. I was it. gonna say, dear lord, we got some. We got some like. But be able to know, get magnesium. Be able to get glutathione. Be right. able to get your argentin silver, so you don't have to do over the counter. So would it be like a, like a supplement, like a pill supplement that you would be like making and selling, or like where where's grounding roots going? Like we uh, in the next year. In the next year, well, actually, in the next month. We are um, hopefully May 15th, June 1st. We're waiting on our CO to open. Um, but to be able to, in this new location, it's um, in Winter Park. So this is in Orlando. And it's going to be an, a retail shop, very tiny. You can still get our juice, but you can also get supplements from MD prescriptives. Everything that I've learned that has actually helped me, we're going to mm-hmm. start selling it. Because and will you guys offer consultations? Like yes. who will be on hand to like help you through that? Jed has gone through certification to be a regenerative health coach so he just passed that in December so we were super excited so it's kind of like been building Mm -hmm. up for this this opening my doctor was his uh, teacher so it's been it's just been a beautiful journey it's you know you kind of have to look at it and say I have to be here for a reason Mm -hmm. and I have to do something with it because if I just do it in vain and I don't help other people it feels wasted yeah so I feel a calling and I geek out on it I love learning about you know I want to help my sister with MS I want to help my cousin with MS I want to help my mom with you know um her Hashimoto's I want to help my sister you know I want to help all these people that are struggling that really we don't know why but there has to be an answer out there. We're very evolved species. Like mm-hmm. le- we can we can push it further. What do you see the most of as far as people coming in and telling you like symptoms they're struggling with? 
Um, What's the common complaint? It's like exhausting. tired, yeah. tired, um, achy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just inflammation. You know, tired is stress and inflammation. Inflammation is pain. And that's the, the root cause of cancer of anything is inflammation. It's because we're not listening to our body. We're not feeding it with the right stuff. And I'm not just talking about food. I'm not just talking about juice. I'm talking about spirit. I'm talking about things that make you feel good. Like, when, you know, I'm going to actually go back and flip it on you. I was like, why do I f- follow Sunny? I think you had posed a question on Instagram. And I was like, why, why do I follow Sunny? Because I'm not going to curl my hair like you because your hair is fabulous, <laughs> okay. by the way. But I'm not going to curl it because you, you look at the ponytail and you, you know. You know, I wash it once, <laughs> once every five days. You know, it's very bold of me. Yeah, every time I watch all your makeup uh, tips, I'm like, God, she's awesome. But uh, I'm, I'm probably uh, not. That's what but, happens when you work in TV. You learn how to do these but things. But you know what I love about you is that you're real and you're a mom still. And I think I said this to you. You're a mom continue, continuing your passion. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like, what is it's it's your art you like right. talking interviewing people being a journalist is mm-hmm. really your art form it's how you connect and how you give back right yeah. when you posted the the lunchbox mm-hmm. when you posted you know about breastfeeding when you posted about your postpartum that's the real shit mm-hmm. that we're not talking about yeah i mean and you know I feel I love like connecting with women who also feel like they're following a calling because it sounds hokey. Like people will be like, why do you do what you do? And you just gave me this beautiful story that was inspired by your experience. Uh, How awesome would the world be if you we all found that thing that tethers us to the universe? Right. And it sounds it does sound so woo. woo. I am very woo woo for the record, everybody. (laughs) But, um, you know, there's something beautiful about that and and you know like you said for you it's helping connect people in their health journey Mm -hmm. to the right like plug them into the right things and I I think that's what attracted me to your brand too and from top down grounding roots is like very I mean your logo is aesthetically pleasing your offer is very like I said it's where we are right now people want to take charge of their health so you're giving people that ability and that option you're not saying oh we're doctors but you're you're supplementing what they're already doing and I think that that's great and on top of that it's the motherhood stuff. I mean, like you're, you're really, stuff. yeah, you're, do, you're kind of doing it all. Like, do you, do you feel like ever sit back and I'm sure it's not easy. I'm not going to ask you how you do it because there's like really no answer, but do you have moments where you're like, oh my gosh, this is exhausting doing everything. Yeah. On the drive here. I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, I was literally 10 minutes late because I promised my husband, cause he's more domesticated than I am. Can you put the sheets into the dryer? So yeah. when I get home, I can put it on oh, the bed. I'm funny. like, yes. And then I'm like, shit, I forgot to do it. You know, and it's just like, oh God, I, I gotta let the dogs out before I go so yeah. they don't, you know. So it's, that's the real life stuff. Yeah. What do you tell like women who are, um, sort of at the beginning of that journey? Cause you've like launched your business. Yeah. You're an entrepreneur. Like a I'm almost successful. 40. What can I do? <laughs> you're, you're at the end of this 30 something stage. Um, but no, you've, you've done, you've checked like a lot of boxes and you've like done a ton. So well, like, as this is going off, is that, is that your alarm? This is Geronimo. <laughs> And that's her, her phone is ringing in the I, background. And it's, it's going to go off again because I hit smooth, snooze by accident. Okay. So literally, that's my life. Like, yeah. oh, I got to take my pills yeah. because. Oh, that's your, your I, reminder. I, for have, your I have no cortisol. <laughs> so it's like, you know, and, you know, am I anti, you know, pharma? No, because I need cortisol to yeah. actually heal. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, I, I always I didn't like, answer your question. I got no, distracted. No, no. no that's okay. That. Take that. And I'm going to say this too. I mean, I think people look at this sort of sector of wellness and they kind of roll their eyes and they're like, oh, you know whatever like oh, I'm a doctor yes it's it, it can be a marriage yeah. though of, of of western beliefs and you know these more sort of natural things that we're doing yeah. right like it just you don't have to pick one no. you have to be like anti it's, and pro 100% in each direction have you watched the documentary heal no oh gotta it's, watch it's it. gonna scare me though it's I, I'm yes a are you are you an empath are you are you a um are you empathic I 
I am the biggest empath. I like okay. literally can't get through a cotton commercial. Okay, without so crying. the first ten minutes, you kind of have to go. That's her stuff, not mine. That's her stuff, not mine. And then once you get past that, it's really about the abilities to heal. But you heal, hear people talk saying, "I did chemo," and but then I healed. Was it chemo or was it her positive thought? Who cares? You know, it's just oh, yes. it's just the ability, like just heal. Yeah, I mean, I read this incredible book, and I'm actually interviewing the author. Um, shameless plug time on the podcast coming up in a couple of weeks but it's called um it's called the goodbye diaries and it's like a memoir of a mother and a daughter and they write simultaneously right after the mom is diagnosed with pancreatic mm. cancer and the girls in high school and it's just very touching mm. and very moving but um you know just proof that like you know we're all struggling with yeah. with these big big emotional things yeah. in life and like you went through like your health can impact your mood can impact your health so vastly and it's 100%. it's really inspiring and it's very emotional too to see like what kind of an impact your outlook can have yeah. on your health it is huge and i've and i was just talking with my son about that yesterday i'm like if you think a negative thought you give it power and that power then it grows and it gets bigger and it's bigger and it's this monster that you finally have to just look at it and say you're not real yeah and the, the energy is real but it's not real the fear you created is not necessarily real right. real but the the way it affects our body that becomes real oh yeah and I mean, that that like stress sweat you get oh. is like proof of that right or like and anything bad that happens like that instant like yeah. sort of clamminess or like heart I, I would get. say I'm 98% in remission and the 2% that I'm not is stress yeah. and it's me managing my anxiety and like rushing around yeah. oh, sorry rushing around and going everywhere right and that's that's life it is life well yeah that brings us back to the question like what do you tell a woman or I mean a man too I mean, anyone at the who's um, sort of at the beginning stages of trying to like follow that path mm -hmm. what advice do you have for someone I think everyone has to acknowledge their own story you know, they have to first know their story and own it and, and be proud of it and not shamed by mm -hmm. anything that's ever happened in their life. You just have to, like, honor it and let it go. It was it's the past and then once you can like really own who you are and then just acknowledge and just be present you know just be happy and thankful for what you have I mean I am such a ritualistic person now because of my health journey that I tell everybody do what makes you happy every single day do what is going to feed your body your mind and your spirit what do you do like as a spiritual practice to like keep that stuff in check like keep your mind calm um I pray I um I meditate. I get in a bath every single day with mm -hmm. three cups of Epsom salt. Mm -hmm. I drink tons of water. You know, like I, I everything. You're, you do have your rituals. Everything is spirit for me. Like, and I not, you know, before, like I was raised on a foundation of Christianity, but I was never taught true Christianity. Mm -hmm. And and I wouldn't even say I'm a Christian. I would say I believe Jesus was an amazing teacher. But the ability to know something greater out there is out there watching and helping us and conspiring with us like I feel that like I don't doubt that one bit where, where do you feel spiritual most I love like <sighs> hearing this for me it's like I mean anytime I'm outside mm -hmm. and quiet but I know it like strikes people in different ways some people like right before they fall asleep they have these like in moments of clarity or moments of appreciation and gratitude mm -hmm. like where do you feel most moved where do I feel most moved um meditating writing I yeah. love to write like mm -hmm. that's where I feel most channeled um visualizing things just like having like a thought and go okay where can I visualize this because I'm a huge visualizer as you can see from my Instagram mm -hmm. thing like I love visual gratification mm -hmm. um but I love re I actually brought you a gift Ooh, um, and it's used I, I'd only give used things okay, okay? okay. um and I, I go on Amazon if anybody goes to Amazon go to the used book underneath and get very good or you know uh, I think it's yeah. very good or 
like like new right right and this is one of my favorite books so reading is oh. like my biggest thing oh my just God. spirit really did you read it okay I now you have to pass it on to me. okay this okay so the nightingale is this the one that is about um it, it's World set in the holocaust II? yes oh my every woman okay. should read this book listen right? to me right now Love i have to hold five. your hand <laughs> i okay i have read so much lately mm. about um, that period of time Me during too. World War II. The the stories of... Is, okay, so the, it's called The Nightingale, everybody, because I'm holding it like as if people can see it, um, by Kristen Hanna. And um, it chronicles um, this... this fa- if it's the same one thing, you have this yeah, family. The two sisters. Right, yes. right. This And and it kind of like goes from present yes, day yes. back to what they endured in the yeah. Holocaust. And I could not stop reading these stories. Were you crying <gasps> at the end? Oh Every, my gosh. I mean, the testament to the human spirit, it was the darkest time in modern history. Yet the stories that we that come out of this, and yeah. a lot of these are either inspired by true stories yeah. or their actual, you know, family histories, are just so incredibly, like, powerful you yeah. can't believe that the worst thing in the world happened to these people and that they come out so strong strong and beautiful but it's it's it was it i was reading it during the me too movement yeah. and it was kind of speaking to that female movement but mm-hmm. i think every woman who has a mother a daughter a sister mm-hmm. a friend should read this book because it's and, and men should read it as well but it's such a gift to our community of women is it there's it's the one that's set in france right yes oh, is that friend <laughs> I have read, and, and I went on from this. There's one called, um, I'm going to look it up on my Kindle app too, but it was actually the story of, it's it's a real story of a family that all, they ended up geographically sort of dispersed. Mm-hmm. Um, after World War II? After World War II. It was a Jewish family. Some ended up in South America. Some like ended up staying in France. Okay. This is just going to, I'm scrolling through here. And I'm going to screenshot it. We were the lucky ones, it's called. Um but this, I, I've consumed so much literature um, based around that that period in time because it's just um, it's just. I think it's, it's very apropos for right now. Yeah, and and you know, like I said before, if you're looking, if you have a moment where you're like, I had a really bad day, you know what? Yeah. Just sit down and read yeah. read some accounts from. Did you ever that read um, the best book? And I don't know where we are on time, but the best book for creativity. We have all the time in the world. <laughs> no, we don't. We're moms. We have another. We have another. I told. I told Amanda as we started. My son has his karate belt testing today, so I have to like. Okay. I have like. We have like another five or ten. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um, there. Um, oh gosh. Now. Now. Uh, what is it by Elizabeth Gilbert? Oh, Eat, Pray, Love? No, the new one. Um, Big Magic. Oh, <gasps> I haven't read that one. Okay. You, you have to read it. Okay. Okay. So there's a chapter called. WTF. <laughs> and it's it's really talking about like where do you channel spirit? And mm-hmm. she totally taps into that. And spirit like an idea is not your own idea. It's it's out there in the universe and you can grab it. And to be able to read these books with these channeled characters and this idea and these emotions, because honestly, all that's getting conveyed is emotions like I felt that or I want to feel that. Like you get to escape. Mm-hmm. And that honestly reading has been the most healing medicine for me. Outside, like outside yes. of juice and my good yes. food and my positive thinking, like mm-hmm. that has changed my life. It is the one thing I do every night without fail mm-hmm. is how I fall asleep. Yeah. I it is you know it, as I dry my hair, it's what I do. I I'm just a voracious reader. Um, and one more suggestion, if you guys, all of the listeners out there who are looking for something good to read, um, there it's called the Neapolitan series. It's like mm-hmm. um. Oh my god! Oh my brilliant friend! It's the first of four books, but start with that. And um, anyway, it's just it's also fascinating. Um, let's just tie this in this yeah. this one quick theme because we're talking about strong women and we're mm-hmm. talking about challenges and like um, things that people have overcome. Yeah. Um, tying that back into motherhood, do you feel like 
now that you've gone through that, like, is your is your perspective on your own strength different after having kids? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they, I say every night to my daughter, you're magical and you're my teacher. Because when she came in, my son is so calm and he's so easygoing. My daughter came in with a fight. Mm-hmm. She wanted to come out at 24 weeks and she wanted, and I knew she was going to be my teacher. So they both teach me every day. They also put me in check. I'm like, if I think they're being assholes, mm-hmm. guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm the asshole. Because <laughs> it is, it's like a mirror. I've said totally. before, like motherhood is the biggest mirror you gaze into and every time you act like a jerk and like you I'm say something failing. shitty to your kids you're like oh my god i hate myself I totally it forces that. yeah it forces you to confront your issues your own childhood yes <laughs> i'm sorry mom you i mean and do you have moments too where you look at um you know one of your kids and and something is so eerily similar to a quality that you have that you like kind of lose your breath oh, <gasps> oh yeah gosh you really are in both of them and they're not yes. even the same they're two different people yes like, how is that possible I know yes. they are such our, uh, the greatest teachers and I, I, I was never one of those people who was like um, who has wanted kids but it wasn't like oh, I can't wait to have kids settle down and have kids I loved my career I loved mm. my creative side and I kind of I was fearful in a way of like losing that after yeah. having kids I was but I have been and I tell this to a lot of women who are kind of in that career stage of their lives I was so pleasantly surprised by how much I like it and that sounds shitty because it mm. sounds like I thought I would hate it or not it's not that it's just that um it's just so big and beautiful and it's just yeah. maddening and wonder it's yeah. just this big ball of like it's just a lesson you know day what after it's day. taught me it's taught me about boundaries and it's taught me about energy because you only have so much energy yes. you have a bank account every morning mm-hmm. when you wake up where are you gonna where are you gonna invest your right. your capital at this today this energy that you have and I used to invest it all in everything else and not in them until I got sick and it made me realize shit my priorities are fucked up excuse my French but and so that's where the kids have been a gift what do you tell new moms like what advice do you have for people who are just embarking on this chapter of their lives they have to take time for themselves. I was just telling my mom, uh, my mom, my friend who's a new mom, she's got a nine-month-old, you have to still take 30 minutes to an hour every day for yourself. And that seems impossible. I said, just go set 20 minutes for a bath, whatever. Yeah. You have to do mm-hmm. that time for yourself because if we don't, we are not going to be 100% for our kids. And mm-hmm. that's where the real shame is. Yeah, it's hard to do. It really is. Mm-hmm. And those days, were, those early days where you're like, you know, you holding the baby in one arm. I remember I used to like make butter toast like with one arm. I'd like, you know, yeah. you know, I'd, po- I'd do a whole breakfast. With, I learned how to do everything with, yeah, one, with arm. one arm. You yeah. can go to the bathroom. You can oh. hold the baby and well, pee with one arm. You can I make breastfed and you oh, know yes. how to be rushed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is really funny. Speaking of breastfeeding, we were in Washington, D.C. for spring break and I'm weaning. Listen, I don't want to hear any shit about this. All right, I have a 22-month-old and I'm still nursing and I'm Good trying to you. wean her. I but it's, it's not I'm doing You're it to like be a somebody. hero. I know. Oh Listen, my God, let me just Sonny, tell you. Get over you it. can STF. Whoever you are, if you're going to send me hate mail, just don't even waste your time. But the, anyway, the point being, I could we could talk about that. I didn't expect to be nursing this long. Anyhow, we were weaning. We were doing great. And I was that mom. We were in line for this White House tour. And she starts losing her shit in line. Like, and there's Secret Service. Like, yeah. every, you go through three security checkpoints. We're an hour in. And I'm like, well, I'm not turning my ass back. Like, yeah. we waited too long to, like, you know, see. Yeah. This is a once-in-a-lifetime thing for our kids. I had to Which nurse. I enjoyed, by the way. Thank <sighs> you very much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I had to... This is so embarrassing. I never thought I would be this mom. Literally, like, whip my boob out and nurse in front of a secret or a, a, yeah, a secret service. Like, uh, they're called secret service police officers. I was like, this is so horrific. But this is the only way but that one, my child. Do, do you know what she needed? 
What? And you gave it to her. I know, but and it's why like, should you oh, feel shame for that? And no one like, should shame you. Old enough to like bang on my chest and be like, hey, lady, it's time to nurse. Anyway, point being, you lose shame as a mother yeah. and you you just have to go with a flow because yeah. when presented, like you said, you choose your battles. Yeah. Do you let the toddler tantrum and literally run out of line like toward a German shepherd who's waiting to like. You're not going to be a human pacifier forever. (laughs) Yeah, I know. But it's true. It it does. It forces you to confront. Yeah. You know, you have to make quick decisions and you have to, you get embarrassed a lot. You do things you never thought you would do. And it's. My girlfriend whoops it out all the time. And I, and every time she does, and there's no cover up, there's no shawl. And I'm like, uh -uh. you go girl. Because I would have, I would have never. I was so. I never did with my first. 10 years ago, I was so like not into myself, you know. And so now she does it and she was voting this year. And the woman goes, oh, would you like to cover up? And she's like, no. No, I'm good. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't think you heard me. Would you like to cover up? She was like, no, I'm good. Thank you. What? Yeah, I know. It's so, it's, I feel like we could, should do a whole separate episode about the whole like weird nursing shame thing. But yeah, I think we're finally getting to a point where it's a little more um, accepted and people aren't yeah. so weird. But the first one I like literally would hide under like, <laughs> I, I would like put a tent, a teepee over me if I could. And with a third one, I'm like, you're going to see my nipple yep. and you're not going to look at it. And if you do look at it, like, you know, it's okay. sorry, it's mangled, but it's feeding a baby. I mean, like, it's just kind it of is, is what, what it, it is. is. Yeah. yeah. And you accept it. You do. Oh my gosh. Okay. I feel like I could talk to you forever, but we are running out of time. I want to find out I want you to tell everybody how we can find you yes. and follow you and for our friends who are out of the Central Florida area do you ship juices or can we like call in for a consult so if you're in the Central Florida area you can get cold pressed juice we are unpasteurized so we do not ship okay um, so that is that but when Will you ever ship when we go if we are planning on HPP a GTL shot wait so a what what HPP ginger <laughs> HPP <laughs> is where you can only buy juice that's HPP okay so high pressure pasteurized oh, okay, so okay. it has to be pasteurized right and GTL they're ginger turmeric lemon sh- oh, it is I took those on my Instagram stories inflammation yes it's and your best. face is hilarious and it's really good so you can find us and then we're going to start selling our apothecary products online coming soon so follow okay. us on Instagram that is our best channel okay is um, at grounding roots Grounding Roots. Amanda, you are just a pleasure and a joy. I f- seriously, I feel like we could go on forever. I can't believe you handed me <laughs> Pass this it book. On I will. You're the best. Amanda, okay. thank you thank so you. much. Keep I'll be up. seeing you on Instagram. Okay. <laughs> Guys, how awesome is Amanda? Um, I love the conversation. I feel like, I think you should follow her. Um, follow her on social media. You'll learn something um, with every post. And if you're in the Orlando area, the Central Florida area, you definitely have to check out their storefront. Um, again, it's called Grounding Roots. And as Amanda mentioned, they're going to be carrying supplements and non-toxic body care. So they're sort of expanding their offer starting in June. So keep an eye out for that. And for all of our friends who might not be in the Central Florida area, uh, definitely still give them a follow. And, um, you know, anything that's available to ship, like Amanda says, um, by order will be available starting in June. So you have to check out the apothecary part of Grounding Roots starting in June. Um, yeah, awesome. I loved hearing about Amanda's journey. And um Again, if you guys have any thoughts, you know I love hearing from you after these episodes drop. Or maybe you want to ask Amanda something directly, too. Um, feel free to reach out to either of us. I'm at Sunny Abada on Instagram. And again, Amanda is at Grounding Roots. So reach out. Let us know your thoughts. Um, stay healthy. I hope this was inspiration to do a little bit of self-care. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to 30-something. Talk to you guys soon.